Hello, everyone. I saw the new horror movie Cobweb. It stars Anthony Starr, Lizzie Kaplan, and Woody Norman. And I'll be honest with you guys, this movie was one I had never heard of before. I had maybe seen one trailer, but it kind of left my mind a little bit. Um, I was just looking for movies that I hadn't seen. I'd seen every movie in theaters, as you can tell from how many episodes I've been putting out lately. So this one kind of just caught my eye. The only problem with this movie is that it seems like every theater that's showing, which isn't many, mind you, is only showing it at like 10.30 or later. So I knew this was going to be a late one. Um, so yeah, here I am. It's past midnight. And I'm just leaving the theater right now to essentially what was a pretty mediocre, uninspired horror movie. Now, Cobweb is about this boy who is hearing things and eventually hearing voices in his wall. And his parents aren't much help. His parents act a little bit suspicious. It's clear that there's something going on that they aren't telling their son. And overall, you can just feel a little bit of uneasiness in that the parents aren't exactly right and that they're hiding something. And the boy's, um, the boy's teacher is also starting to catch on and get a little bit suspicious about what's going on. And the voice he's hearing in the wall is eventually telling him to do stuff. He's trying to act as a friend. And that's kind of where the plot unfurls from there, you know? Um, so I read in the trivia section on IMDb that this movie was supposed to be loosely inspired by the Telltale Heart, which, as most people know, is an Edgar Allan Poe story. Now, I haven't read Edgar Allan Poe in a while, but I had a phase in high school where I was pretty decently big into Edgar Allan Poe. I used to have a collection of his stories that I would read every once in a while. And I will say, although bare bones, it has something to do with hearing a noise and um, somewhat, somewhat loosely connected to Telltale Heart. This movie is, it's nowhere near the Telltale Heart. It almost kind of even loses the wall mystery pretty quickly, and it becomes more about the parents themselves. So I thought that was a little bit silly and a little bit weird that they were saying that that was an inspiration when it's like, really, really not. I see it a tiny, tiny bit, but no. Um, let's talk performances really quick. I mentioned before, I think a lot of times with child actors, they aren't given the greatest direction. I don't necessarily blame it on the kid entirely because a lot of times it is their first time acting and I'm not entirely sure when it comes to Woody Norman playing this character if he had acted before. Um, I will say, however, he is the main star of the movie. He's in practically every scene in the movie. I didn't think he was the greatest. I thought some of the acting was not the greatest. Um, it seems like he only had 
two emotions, either somber or scared. And both those emotions, he couldn't really portray all that well. Uh, Lizzie Kaplan, I feel, is in this movie quite a bit more than most of the other side characters. And I felt like she played, like, nervous, unhinged, hiding a secret fairly well. And then Anthony Starr is the father. He is not as big of a role as the mother. But, I mean, from anybody who has seen The Boys and seen Anthony Starr play Homelander, they know he can play unhinged pretty well. And he he has those moments in this where you can tell that he is trying so hard to remain calm. But he does break a couple times. And... I mean, we knew that he was going to play this kind of role well. I mean, we've we've seen that role, you know. Um, but, yeah, that's kind of it. There's a teacher character, too. I found myself forgetting about her at times. Um, she shows up a bit more towards the end. But besides that, I felt like it's really more so just the family that is the um, characters that the story centering on. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of the whole story. It's about the paranoia and the build-up to what is going on inside the walls of this house and what's the secret that the parents aren't telling their son. So that is the main summary. So we're going to go into spoils real quick, all right? So... This kind of is revealed quicker than I thought it would be. That the voice he is hearing in the walls is his sister. Um, now we know at the beginning of the movie that the reason why he's not allowed to trick or treat is because a little girl went missing. Now they don't outright say it, but I'm going to assume that that's the sister. Now they've said that the sister looked weird, she looked like a monster. She was treated differently, and due to this, the parents locked her, like, in a room. They locked her in a cage at some points, and just treated her much differently. So because of this, she took the time to um, treat the son a little bit differently and kind of shape him and manipulate him a little bit so that he would be able to help her and she would be able to take over a little bit. Um, this stuff I felt happened fairly fast. There are some supernatural elements. He gets visions of the parents smiling in the corner and moving all weird-like. And that I felt was very out of place. It's probably the closest to a legitimate jump scare we get in the movie. Um... But it just did not fit the tone of the movie, in my opinion. Um, yeah, so we know the sisters in the walls. We know that the parents had something to do with it. Now, when I was watching this movie, I caught the twist that even though, yes, the parents did a bad thing, the sister ultimately would be the main villain and the main threat in the story. And I was right, and having seen the poster... Now you can tell that that kind of gives away the twist because the sister is smack dab in the center of the poster with the long hair. And so the whole time watching this movie, 
I was just waiting for him to reveal the sister and the sister come out and be hideous and all that kind of stuff. I was not expecting the sister to be the way she is in this story. Now, this, I felt, kind of came out of left field. It didn't make a lot of sense to me how the sister is able to crawl on the walls and basically run around on all fours and just be weird and monstrous. It, do it doesn't make sense to me. It's very removed from the realm of reality, and it doesn't necessarily sit well with most of the stuff that's happening in the story because I feel like, for the most part, this story is grounded in reality. Now, the parents definitely have abusive tendencies. They are definitely monsters, and they don't treat their son very well. But I felt like they that was more of a scary threat than this. Um, than this sister who is crawling around on the ceiling, who it seems at times can teleport. And here's what I will say. The sister has super long hair, so you can't see much of her because the hair covers her face. Once they show the face, I almost laughed out loud because this is quite possibly one of the dumbest, goofiest looking character designs I have ever seen. It kind of looks like a demented smile emoji. Like, they went all out with this. Oh, we're making this monster. We're going to make it seem all, like, scary and demented. And it just ended up looking so goofy and so weird. And I've mentioned before, too, that I get scared pretty easily. So the whole time they were building up to what this sister was going to look like, I, I felt myself getting nervous because I was expecting it to be grotesque or something demented and terrifying looking. And then when I saw this emoji face, I was like, all right, I can comfortably watch the rest of this movie and not feel the threat in any way because I already know what this sister looks like. And I will also say, the ending is incredibly weak. I think this movie all around was pretty weak and pretty pointless, but the ending really fell flat, especially when they're talking about, even though the boy has the sister caged up, every time he sleeps, he thinks, he'll think that she's around the corner, and then when they add the little twist where the sister appears behind him and then the movie ends, it was incredibly weak and a very lame attempt at a final scare. And I don't know. I was just thinking that for a movie that is so inaccessible and a movie that came out at such an inopportune time, coming out right during the peak of Barbenheimer where you have Barbie and Oppenheimer releasing and the hype being so high for those. It almost seems like the studio releasing this knew they had a stinker on their hands and are releasing it to just let the movie die. Uh, because this this was weak. I had, I had high hopes because the reviews seemed decent. Uh, the movie is not being shown enough, so I had a little bit of trouble 
getting some information on this movie, I tried to look up trivia. I tried to look up synopsises. It didn't give me much. It didn't yield many results. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't think I would really recommend this. It's very by the numbers. It's very weak scares. The performances are all right, but, I mean, they're not strong enough to make you run to the theater, you know? If you're if you're seeing any movie coming out this weekend, I mean, you have Barbie and Oppenheimer. Um, so I don't really know why you would see this. There's nothing, nothing to see. I've heard it be compared to movies like um, Barbarian, and that's a weak comparison. Besides there being the creature that runs around in a weird way and is monstrous. That's kind of it's kind of where the comparisons end. Um, yeah, this was just overall disappointing. I feel like I've been very spoiled on what's been coming out lately, so that might be a part of it. But, yeah, overall, I wouldn't necessarily say I recommend this one. Uh, when I went in to see this movie... I was greeted to a very loud, very disruptive uh, crowd. It was a lot of teenagers who you could tell only really cared about making lame jokes and making noises and trying to get reactions from their friends. Um, They took the opportunity to crunch on their popcorn and move the reclining chair during the moments where... They would be quiet, and you may say that that was just a coincidence, but no, they would laugh and actively call each other out for doing that. And at first, I caught my anger getting the better of me, because, I mean, you're going to see a movie late at night, especially a horror movie that's a little bit quieter. It is very distracting when you hear people talking all the time and trying to add in their own jokes and trying to be a comedian and just being a little bit selfish and putting all the attention on them. But then once I saw the quality of this movie, it almost became a pleasant distraction hearing these teens joke around and essentially have their own commentary track to this movie because this movie sucked. This movie was terrible. And so I I found myself going from anger at them robbing me of a pleasant movie-going experience to um, a little bit of joy, I guess, from having a nice distraction from... What is essentially a shitty movie. So, I mean, Cobweb, it's very hard to see anyway, but if you catch yourself thinking about seeing it, I would say don't. There's there's much better stuff out there, especially horror. Um, so, yeah, if I'm going to give this a rating, I will give it a 3 out of 10. All right, have a good one, everyone. Bye.